to Film Locals, your average college student's review on movies. We are your hosts, Chloe Caudle and... Ray Williams. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. And there will be spoilers ahead, so be prepared. So, to start us off, was the movie good? The movie was great. I don't know what you're talking about. That's not even a question. Uh, the movie was very good, considering it's dealing with the multiverse. And that is a really hard concept to explain to an audience. Best film out of... I don't know, because Eternals... I don't care about any of the Eternals hate. It's still on top of my list, but... I I'm going to put this above Eternals. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, this one had the hype going for it, it yeah. and it delivered. I'm going to be honest. It actually delivered, as, as far as I'm concerned. Now, do I feel like it rotted, It rolled on like a lot of nostalgia and just the fact that we got to see two of the Spider-Mans that a lot of us grew up with? Yes. Okay, here's my thing though. As much as it wrote on that, that wasn't the main point and they had a story around it. This is where I think this movie, as far as fan service and nostalgia, yeah. is better than Endgame by a mile. Because to me, the nostalgia wasn't the driving point for me because no one was, I mean, we knew, we knew. <laughs> Look, Andrew Garfield was lying his ass yes. off, man. Yes. He Oscars. was doing Oscars. his, he deserves an Oscar Oscars. for being Andrew Garfield yes. during interviews. But I think the nostalgia with that did, it helped them more PR-wise because they really did not have to do any advertising. We were going to watch it regardless. And, there, I mean, there are all talks about, like, Kevin Feige bringing by the theatrical experience, which that can be debated. Uh, uh, do we need to get into Kevin Feige right now? Yeah. Like, eh, <laughs> no. I'm not a, look, I, I'll give the man credit where credit's due with the MCU, but other than that, No. But I think it did great with Tom Holland's character arc as far as him developing and becoming his own character and not having to hide behind Tony, which was the biggest critique for like... This was one of the... Yeah. was introduced back in Civil War, right? Yeah, he was introduced in Civil War. Yeah. That, I will say, I think this was Tom Holland's Spider-Man's origin story. Like, this felt more like his origin yeah. story than the other two. Because usually, usually... Uh, at first, I didn't understand when people were saying that, but like actually, actually, like watching it and like going back and remembering, like what I saw, yeah, it definitely was because you watch him deal with the death of Aunt May. All right, spoiler alert. Uh, we will be honest. We will be talking yes, spoilers. Yes. Aunt May dies. Aunt May dies. If you have not seen it at this point, that is your fault. There is no fucking way that you have gone this long without seeing any spoilers. It's just that would be a miracle. Yes, that would. Dude, be a miracle. I would. I swear, you would have to be a hermit under a rock. To not have seen any of the spoilers. That's true. I mean, like, eh, that was that was crazy. If you didn't see it within people, the first two weeks, yeah, you were done. I will thank people because no one has really spoiled the Aunt May dying part. Now, when Endgame came out, everybody spoiled the Tony Stark dying part. Yeah. I haven't seen that much with this. No, because more people were excited about all the Spider-Men coming in yeah. than... And a lot of people yeah. also focused on William Defoe's performance as Green Goblin, which I'm staying. I'm sorry. Okay, let's get into the villains for this movie. <laughs> no, that's a good seg- a segue. Uh, let's, let's get into the th- villains because these were highly anticipated. Like, this was a highly anticipated movie. Yes. We saw that Jamie Foxx was going to be in this William Defoe, and we're like, okay, they're bringing back villains from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. We had Doc Connard's The Lizard from Amazing Spider-Man 1. Mm-hmm. We had Electro from Amazing Spider-Man 2. We had, again, Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin from... Yes, the original. The original. Uh, children. Let's see. 
Doc Ock from the second one, and we had Sandman from the third one. Yes. Uh, was there anyone else? No, that was five. There was five. There wasn't six. Yeah. All right. So one thing I will say. I don't know how they brought this Green Goblin back, but now that I'm thinking about it, because, like, all of them died. Okay, I think that they did it right before that, though. Like, right before. Because remember when they were in the scene where they were... Yeah, it's explained, and I will say they do a good job trying to, like, kind of write over that. But it's like, if that's the case, then that means that they're married, like... Well, Gwen Stacy in American Spider-Man, I mean, Amazing Spider-Man should be alive as well. I think because time isn't really linear as we think about it, I think that's why it works. Because we're talking about the multiverse, which is, again, I, I will say later, this is a hard concept to explain to an audience, especially one not familiar with comics. Now, I will say one complaint I've seen about this movie over and over and over again. It was Peter Parker's decision. Yes, because that part confused me because it, I don't even remember. Like, did he, first he wished that- First he wished no one knew he was Spider-Man. Yeah. Which is fine, but then he kept changing it because he wanted Aunt May to know, and then he wanted MJ and Ned to know, which again though, he is still in high school. We have to kind of remember that. Because Tom Holland's not, and he's kind of ventured off into things that are a little more mature at this point. So we don't really... We can talk about Tom Holland's career since becoming Spider-Man and action movies bombing a little bit. But you can't deny most of the movies he's been in since he's become Spider-Man are a little more mature if they're not voice acting. Yes, they're more mature, but... I'm not saying they're it's, good. I'm just yeah, saying there is but, a lot. But we also know him for that too, though. Now and to see him still playing a teenager, I still don't think he separated himself from Spider-Man. No, he hasn't. But and he and the fact that he was signed on for three more movies, like it's gonna okay. Be, it's gonna be okay. Has he officially signed on for three more movies yet? I think that they leaked that. Because there was rumors that he did, and then there were rumors that he is done. But. Yes, Tom Holland will play Spider-Man and do more films. Since I think they're going to wait longer before that, though. <clears throat> yeah, he won't. I don't. He, I, he obviously won't be at anything upcoming, but it'll be further down the line. I think. But yeah, no, I just don't. Anyway, so we were talking about villains. Okay, yeah, we were on villains for a bit, but we kind of jumped around. But we can get back to that. I think William Dafoe's performance and being. <sighs> Um, I did look at some of like the behind the scenes stuff and him being involved in doing his own stunts was also He was doing his own stunts in this? Oh god. He was. Because he said when he signed on that if he wasn't involved a hundred percent he didn't want to do it. So That's fair. I will say I liked I like that they gave oh out of all the villains, um, out of the villains, one hundred percent. But the one performance I can say who rivaled his was Mr. H. R. Garfield. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he acted the shit out of this dude. You two can sign a petition today to help a lonely bisexual get Amazing Spider-Man three. <laughs> we will manifest an Amazing Spider-Man three. I, I don't care. I don't care. Amazing Spider-Man three. If that happens, I will be so happy. But look, here's the thing. I just don't see it happening. <laughs> necessary? No. It's, it's Do I want it? It's for yes. Me. It's for me. It's for me. <laughs> yeah, I I want that movie so badly, but I just don't see it happening as much as I wish it would. Uh, just I could literally watch him and Tobey Maguire interact all day. That was why great. Why are y'all talking about breaking each other's backs? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man feels quite bi to me. Anyway. <laughs> What's... But as far as villains were concerned, I actually liked Electra's storyline as well. I thought Green Goblins was amazing. Doc Ox was really good. The scene that convinced me the most that was going to be my favorite film was the Spidey Sense scene. Oh, yeah. That was was wicked. Because they really went intense with that, and they haven't done that before. And they really, like, showed it and, like, him figuring it out, like, that he wasn't you know who he was yeah well they explored it in the last movie so not to show well no but to show not have a scene with his spider sense on high alert would have no it was never as immersive and i'm just like oh my god what's going on why are you panicking panicking?" i will say that that scene was absolutely mind-blowing i will give them that yeah it just it was that scene in itself i'm thinking about it right now and i just i'm in awe that film had me in such awe afterwards (laughs) (laughs) just how do we feel about the post-credit scenes though that was venom and the the trailer I actually didn't have a problem with that. I had no issue with that whatsoever. I don't know though, because just like, why would you waste a bonus scene on that to just release the trailer for it? I will say, I will say they should have waited to release the trailer though. Yeah. They should have waited at least two months. I wanted to be a little shocked when I went in. Now you have everybody theorizing what's going to happen, and you know someone's going to be right. So it's like. Yeah, no, there were there were people because people recorded that and put that up really quickly. And if you are not careful because let's be completely honest, Far From Home, that movie spoiled who was going to die in Endgame if you were paying attention. And that was a thing a lot of people were saying and that trailer came out before Endgame. So, you know that check he hands to uh like Happy hands to Aunt May for like the charity stuff. It has Pepper's name on it, not Tony's. And then people are like, there's no way Tony doesn't die because why would it be Pepper's signature and not Tony's? Which makes but a she lot did of take sense. Over the business. She did. And people mention that. But also, you don't see Tony in the trailer. You don't see. And th- people are like, there's no way he doesn't die and this is not a film. Because there's a scene of him looking. It, so they included the scene in the trailer of him looking out and it's the one of him looking at Tony Stark's mural, but it doesn't show the mural obviously, but it shows him looking sad and looking at something. So we're like, yeah, someone close to him must have died. And we saw Aunt May in the trailer, but we didn't see Tony. So we were like, Tony died. And that's how like most people figured out before. Yeah, that was pretty common actually. I saw a lot of stuff about that. Yes, I was in denial, I so I, <laughs> I didn't say that. I did not analyze trailers off of that. I was trying not to at yeah, the time. Yeah, I, I like being someone. Diverse. I like being clueless yeah. when I go. To I will say, someone before I went to go see Spider Man, they saw it on Thursday, and they sent me. They were like, "Do you want to see?" I, I have a clip of the multiverse trailer, and I said, "I don't want it. I don't want to see it until after I see Spider Man, in case there's stuff in there." Which it kind of does, but like it doesn't. If but it. Want it all right, we're not going to talk about this right now. Another day, another day. But anyway, back to Spider-Man. Uh, this movie was absolutely stunning. It was yes. amazing. Four it was stars, four and a half. You're giving it four and a half out of five? Mm-hmm. That's... I'm going to give it a perfect because there are still plot holes. Okay, the biggest plot hole is Peter in his like thing. It's like, why didn't he just wish that yeah. people didn't remember Spider-Man? Like, that is just like... Honestly, though, I can 
Spider-Man as a hero, though, because, like, if you take that out of the universe, that might be a whole different problem. Like, I'm not sure, though. He defeated Doctor Strange with geometry. Come on. Actually, that seems right. That was funny. That, that was, was funny, funny though. Was funny. I will say, I really love that, but it's just, overall, I don't, you know, it's one of those things that you're just like, yeah, that's amazing, but... Okay, but do we think Spider-Man No Way Home deserves a Best Picture? No. I'm sorry. Holland Holland really uh, pissed off the film bros, the cinemaphiles. Yes. And I. Film Twitter? Film Twitter went uh, bananas. And And I I can't blame them, but there's also a middle ground to what he said. So basically, as always, as journalists do, they always bring up stuff to get a reaction from whoever they're interviewing. And in this interview, they asked him about Martin Scorsese's comments that he made about, <clears throat> he wasn't really even specific about just the MCU, it was more, I mean, he did mention it, but it was more about- Mind you, these comments were made years yeah. ago at this point. It was more about Disney taking over the movie industry and how that affects um, indie filmmakers. Which it and does. it also affected him as well because it was, he was, it was actually getting harder for him. And he's like a, he's like a big he, name, so. so. Like, if the Italian mobster filmmaker himself cannot get money to produce the films that he wants to. How do we think that affects indie POC filmmakers who want to get into the industry? It just yeah, and so Disney like, Disney is taking right. over everything. He was absolutely right, but Tom Holland was also right, but not. Even there were more. Uh, I don't know what what did Holland say. Okay. Yes. Um, Colin responded to criticisms that MCU movies are not real art. Okay, I'll be honest. Are the MCU movies really like they're not on they the same? Can, I feel like they could they could definitely eat on the technical categories. Oh, for sure. The amount of work that the people behind the scenes put in to make it look the way that it does is is absolutely outstanding. Oh, absolutely, and I'm not saying and they should the lose. Soundtracks, they're kind of devouring those right now. I don't know, yeah. The music that's come out of like. Honestly, I listened to Shang Chi's like yeah, soundtrack. Like I actually like their score as that, well. I mean, I don't listen to Rich Brian, so. But I, other I than that, other than that, like it, it was, it was decent, you know. Well, they also. Black Panther is. The, those two films though took the soundtracks that they had and then incorporated it into the score a little bit as well, yeah. which made it work. Uh, and we have a friend Sierra who really likes sounds and scores and she disagrees with us on this because it, i think it's too her modern for her taste what consi- what's considered to be a good film is a score which i can't agree a score can't make a break a film it can if you have shitty music i don't know i don't know i'll agree with that but at the same time, I'm more of a storytelling aspect yeah, person, um, and I will say that Marvel does not tell incredibly compelling stories all the time. Yeah, um, not every movie of theirs is a hit as far as the story is told. And what Scorsese actually said was, honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well made as they are with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks. And I can't say he's wrong, because, yeah, I mean, think about wrong. this franchise. Uh, it's, it's just... It's it's so I, big, and I love the movies, and they're very dear to me. Growing up, because like MCU started when we were like, what we just hit like pre pubescent age. I mean, yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah. So, but it's like some of them are just money grabs. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, that that is one of the biggest problems I personally have with the MCU. I have, uh, my boyfriend actually believes that they should have ended after Endgame. They should have just stopped the franchise after Endgame. But I can't say, because it would have wrapped it up really nicely as a franchise. It would have, but I love Phase 4. Phase 4 is the best phase out of every single phase that they've rolled out. I've liked some of the films that have come out lately. Yeah, but, but like, I haven't liked, uh, like, I haven't liked every film in each of the phases. Like, Phase 4, I liked everything that was released. That's I, what? Black Widow, Shang-Chi? Yes, I can't even say Eternals. that I hated any of it. In No Way Home. Like, Black Widow had its faults, but I still loved it. Like, we got Yelena. I will say the shows, on the other hand, is what brings Phase yes. 4 down, to, for me personally. Okay, wait, no, because I uh, actually like the shows. I'm not saying I did- division? What if? Okay, what if, what if is- <laughs> I haven't even watched, so I can't even comment, but like- yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying they're but kind of mediocre, I, and they're I, cash, they're calling it in. Yeah, but I like the way that it provided a different storytelling for a comic book based industry. I will say because Wandavision was completely different from what I. I did like Wandavision. I thought that concept was brilliant, actually. Yes. Uh, granted, I have a problem with the final episode, Hawkeye. which is where most people have a problem with that. Now, Hawkeye, same problem. Yes. Final episode, huge. Uh, yeah. And we all know how I feel about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so... Yeah, you're not a fan of that one. Mm-hmm. But I still... I can't say that I hated either of those projects, though. Like, I don't. Some of them, I... I actually enjoyed Hawkeye a lot, yeah. to be honest. But more in a, like, fun, and cute way. And I thought that I wouldn't like it, because I'm not a Hawkeye stand. You're not even really a Hawkeye fan. Yeah, you sorry. believe he should have jumped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am a firm believer that Clint Barton should have jumped and Natasha Romanoff should still be here. Anyway, back to the movies. There hasn't really been a miss in my opinion, but I will say the biggest flaw with them right now, as far as like the MCU is concerned, they don't tie in very well. As far as like the rest of the movies. Yeah, but that's, that's because... Eternals because it was like a step away from... Yes. A lot of that. But I will say it's because they're not working towards anything. Because like yeah. from, I guess, um, we're going to say from Avengers, we knew what the final movie was going to be. Look, the post credit scene was Thanos. And which movie? And Avengers. So we kind of knew what the entire game plan was. And once they hit that point, we're not going towards anything anymore. And that is where we're getting... Now we're getting more of the multiverse stuff is what they think these other phases are going to deal with. But it does make it tough to tie in all of this stuff with the multiverse because the multiverse is just so... It's so expensive and confusing. Complex. It takes, it takes a minute to understand. If you're, it's not paying, the, if you're not paying attention, you definitely will not understand. Because it, it took me a minute. I had to go back and watch all the films to like... What? For Spider-Man? No, for just like multiverse. Like multiverse stuff and understanding. I will say into the multiverse. Because when, they, when Loki came out, I was so lost. I got that. I almost got that immediately. But I also have like more of the, the comic TV book ra- background yeah, than everyone I, else. I don't, so. I don't well, I kind of skip. Okay, so this is what I do. So if I don't understand everything in there, I can't get comic books on demand. I know they have like DC Infinite and Marvel yeah, Infinite. Yeah, like, oh, one hundred percent. But I am not paying from the beginning. I'm not reading from the beginning. Come on. Anyway, <laughs> it's, free, maybe. it's not free. It's like a, it's a week free. But you can read a lot in that week. But anyway, uh. 
I, what you can do is you can go to like fan, what is the fan wiki thing and do, they have everything. Yes, yes. They have everything. Always, always. If I don't get it, like TBA, I was on that wiki page for a good yeah, day. But the multiverse again is a hard concept to explain to audiences. I think the person who did it best, like as far as we're talking right now, is into the Spider-Verse. I'm, that, and that was confusing still. I think they did the best job of explaining why people were there and what a multiverse was. I think Into the Spider-Verse does the best job of explaining the multiverse. But as where I think Tom Holland went wrong in the interview was when he said, would you want to make a Marvel movie? As he was referring to Martin Scorsese. And he said, but he doesn't know what it's like because he's never made one. Look, and I feel like... Because Martin Scorsese, you know, though. Exactly. You've activated the film bros already by saying that. Like, and that was jokes about Italian mobsters. Okay, look. Martin Scorsese... I'm not gonna sit here and be like he's a ter- he's a pretty good director. I'm not gonna sit here and lie like he's a, he's a good director. But uh, when he gets casted to direct Amazing Spider-Man three and he puts <laughs> Andrew Garfield in New Jersey, yeah. do not put him in New Jersey. <laughs> what? No. And now he's fighting the Italian mob. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's like, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But he also said, I've made Marvel movies, and I've also made movies that have been in the conversation in the world of the Oscars. Uh, actually, actually, that's not untrue. He was in, uh, t- t- he was young when he was in this movie. The Impossible. That movie was actually up for some Oscar nominations. And I don't know if you know what I'm talking, like, it's a good movie. Is that the Tsunami one? Yes, that movie's scary as all get out, but though. what? But he was like but 15. Was he? he was like 15. But was he in talks of Oscars? Him personally as an actor at the time? No. no. But he did an amazing job in that film. I'm not going to sit here and like criticize how he did in that film because he did a really good job. But again, he was 15. Mm. Ewan McGregor did a good job. And no, I don't remember who played the mom though. The mom killed it. The mom, she stole the show. I don't remember who it was, but she did an amazing job. But after that, he said, the only difference really is one is much more expensive than the other. But the way I break down the character, the way the director etches out the arc of the story and characters, it's all the same, just done on a different scale. So I do think they're real art. And I think there's a lot to be said about that because in the film industry and from what I've seen, so far they have kind of they're they're a bit prestigious for things that don't even prestigious yeah like about things that don't matter like are we gonna really sit here and talk about la la land or like something like that we're not gonna act like there are movies that are solely made to appeal to white oscar voters because that's definitely the case and a lot of you do that and it shows every year when we have to watch black filmmakers and poc filmmakers get robbed because or honestly, that, that a normal American is never going to watch. Because if we're going to talk about an um, MCU movie that deserves to be in the conversation right now, it would probably be Eternals, just for its film directing. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here and say Eternals d- really deserves to be in the Oscar talks. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't... Middle, there was a middle ground for both of their comments, but... I don't think the Oscars matter, though, either. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not the person yeah. to ask. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't base my movie opinions off of what film bros think it's like uh this is cinema it's like i can watch i can watch the land before time right now and think that that is the best film ever and i would stand by that like 
I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's just everybody likes what they like, and art is whatever you want it to be. So, to establish anything as real art is just. I will say this movie was lovely. real art. Yes. <laughs> this movie I don't was care. great. I don't care. All right. I don't care. Final reviews. Mm, five stars. I thought you said 4.5. No, it's a five now. It's a five. All right. I believe this movie has a great storyline and the effects still amazing. Actually, no. Me being the indecisive person I am, it'll go back to four and a half. Anyway, I thought this movie was amazing. I will be honest. Afterwards, I had a small, like, you know, I may have cra- almost crashed the car one time. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> After, okay, I saw this with Bria and one of our other friends, and uh, I was driving, and that almost ended in disaster. Yes, it, it was. But a, the movie, the movie we, was so good, it made me forget. Yes, if that is indicative of how great the movie is, we are still recovering from movie high thirty minutes after driving. Yeah, I was, I was still, I was recovering from movie high for a week. Yeah, <laughs> like I my was brain was just really like, oh my god. My brother, who does not like movies, he saw this and he actually wanted to see it again. That's how good it was. I will be honest, this is a movie yeah, I'm over you it. should definitely see. Whatever you call a cinephile for TV shows, I'm dead. But yeah, this was, it was, it was amazing. I can't, yeah, there were flaws, but I like having fun when I watch a movie. Like This and, movie was a lot of fun. Yes, and there is time for serious movies and serious topics, but sometimes I just want to go to the movies and have fun. This movie was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, That will be it for today. We will see you at the movies. (laughs) 